Welcome to the Get Real Podcast. I'm Christina Boschman. And I'm Gianna Robustiano. We are so excited that you are here. What is Get Real all about? It's about you creating your best life. Are you ready to get real? In today's episode, we're talking about acceptance. That's a hard pill to swallow for so many of us on so many different issues. Definitely one of the hardest pills to swallow. Yep. Yeah, because we have to start by accepting ourselves. Yeah. I think when we have self-acceptance, we are much more compassionate to other people. Yeah, when you understand yourself and not judge yourself in a certain way and just accept you for who you are, then you accept others for who they are too. You know, it was interesting because I was listening to a podcast today and it was talking about that topic and why we don't accept ourselves and how difficult we make our lives because we're not accepting ourselves and how so much of it points to when we were little kids Mm -hmm. and we were told, you need to get in line, you need to behave, you need to be perfect, you need to be the best little girl, you need to be the smartest little girl, you need to be the prettiest little girl Mm -hmm. or boy, you know, whichever. Yeah, and that's coming from you from all different angles, whether it's at home or school or anything, but prior to that, like when you're really little and you're just having fun and you're in the moment, you're playing with your toys, you're not thinking about all these things until you hit about like four or five, right? Right. Then it comes in from all different From all different directions. Yeah. You know, and that's, your your family might say you're weird because you like spiders. You find them fascinating. Yeah. You know, or why do you spend so much time reading? You know, when I was a little kid, when I first learned how to read, I was thrilled Mm -hmm. and I was reading everything. Stop reading so much. And it's like all sorts of criticism coming from everywhere. From everywhere. And Mm -hmm. I think that that's where it starts. Definitely. I was reading a book earlier on this similar topic and it was talking about when you're younger and you're playing you're totally in the present moment you're not thinking about all these things you're just who you are and you have confidence a little like toddler (laughs) and because you just you're just being yourself you're just being yourself that's all it is you're being you but then as you grow older and you start to really understand you start listening into other people's opinions and it starts clouding who you are and you start pretending to be something that you're not to follow what other people are saying that you are. Right. And that's when things get foggy or cloudy. And then you start going back to questioning who you are as a person. Yeah. And it, and in my case, I was one of those little kids that I knew I was different from other people, but I was okay with that. And I had this very deep inner confidence, not like confident, I'm so confident. It wasn't anything like that. It was, it was more like, but this is how I am. This is how I feel about this. Why would anybody tell me it's wrong? That's very a strong belief to have as a as a young, little yeah, kid, as a young kid, yeah, as a young kid, that's how I felt about things. Like I grew up on a farm. Little girls are supposed to be clean, and they're supposed to be, you know, brushing their hair and all that. 
I preferred to be out in the barn. I liked being with the animals. I found them fascinating and loving and sweet and kind. I liked being around that energy. Mm-hmm. So, of course, I smelled like a cow half the time <laughs> because I was always laying on them and hugging them and letting them lick all over me, right? And my mom would say, you know, get in there and take a bath, take a shower, blah, 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 which fine, right? But there's nothing wrong with me being out in the barn and preferring the company of the animals. No, not That's at all. That's just how I was, mm-hmm. you know? And I... I I'm still that way in a lot of ways. I love the animals, and sometimes I just prefer to hang out with the pets Mm -hmm. than anybody else. I feel that 100%. They don't judge. (laughs) They don't judge. No. Unlike a lot of... They're very accepting. They are. That's what it is. They give you unconditional love. They're accepting. Yep. No judgment. You're just being yourself. Yeah. As they are, too. (laughs) Yeah. And I always thought to myself as a kid... I mean, I wasn't accepted in school, and I would always say, well, I always had a cold sores and stuff because I had so many allergies as a little kid, mm-hmm. and I I wasn't into the things that the other girls were into. I was a tomboy. I loved to be by myself. I loved to read. I loved to write. I didn't care about being accepted into the crowd. But every once in a while, I wished I would have been invited to the birthday party. I feel like everyone has And it that. would make me feel bad, you know, that, wow, I would have really loved to go to the birthday party. So although I did have that inner confidence, there were times that I would think to myself, I wish I was different. I feel like we're all human and have that similar experience. Like you wish you were something that like something else or you wish you had gotten invited to a certain place and or you wish you had different things. Everyone has those Mm -hmm. experiences. I feel like when I was younger, that's something that I've have struggled with is just like comparing to other people. I never really accepted who I was probably because there was a lot of chatter Mm -hmm. from all different angles. Right telling me like what I am supposed to do or who I'm supposed to be or don't do what this. you're supposed to like what I'm supposed to like right or you're stupid you can't do that you're gonna get into college like stuff like all different types of chatter that I lost myself completely and didn't accept whoever I was because I didn't know who I was and it's taken me a long time to figure that out and still journey I'm still learning who I am <laughs> yeah and I think that that is So many people have the same experience, you know? Most of us feel that way. It it has, a lot of it has to do with it, and it it sounds just, because it's just science, right? But we we have the oxytocin in our brain, which makes us want to bond with other people. Mm -hmm. So if we feel we're on the outskirts of things, it goes back to our DNA that's thousands of years old, that's like, well, I'm on the outside, Mm-hmm. You know, I'm going to get kicked out of the tribe. I'm not going to have any food. I'm going to freeze to death in the winter time. And it sounds so ridiculous, but it's just the truth. It makes sense. And we make everything so complicated because human beings are complex because of our personalities and our emotions and all the thoughts that we're having and everything. But bottom line, that's what's going on. 
Yeah. There's a lot of cool books about this stuff that are, like, super easy to read. Mm -hmm. Like, one of them is Collective Illusion by, is it Peter Rose? He talks a lot about brain science in that book. And it talks about how, why we don't feel accepted and why we do things to feel like we're accepted into the crowd, even if we don't believe in any of it. I remember doing a speech on this, well, last year, I think, where I was talking about this exact thing. And as a little kid, I grew up Catholic. And every night before bed, we knelt down, folded our hands, and asked God for forgiveness for whatever bad thing it was that we did that day. (laughs) (laughs) Until I was seven, and I had my first confession, right? And after that, then I had to get forgiveness through the priest. And I thought, but why do I have to go to the priest? I'm embarrassed to tell him what I did when before I could go directly to God, Mm -hmm. right? But that's part of the Catholic tradition. So even though I thought it was not something that I needed to do, course, I was only seven, so I had to go do it anyway. But mm-hmm. as an adult, I might have said, I don't, I don't want to do that, but I'll do it anyway, because that's what everybody else is doing in the church. Mm-hmm. Well, the hysterical thing was the place that I gave the speech about that, there were four people that came up to me after. It was a small crowd, too. There was only like 15 people there. Four people came up to me and said, you know, I thought the same thing about my first confession and going to confession. Like, why do I have to tell a priest now when I've always been telling God directly? Mm -hmm. Because that's what was the accepted thing to do. Everyone did it. So everyone did it. So you just go along with it, even though you're, you're sitting there and you're saying, but why? Mm -hmm. But that's the norm to fit in with the crowd. It's all about being accepted into that particular group. That's what you have to do to be accepted by them. You don't want to be dissed by the tribe. Right, exactly. (laughs) I always think about that. We said that on a couple podcasts. Yeah. Yeah. But it's true. Like you don't wanna you don't wanna be in that situation. But I think it's great to step outside of that and be Mm -hmm. who you are. And sometimes it's tough because we have so much criticism and comparison, all this stuff going on, especially with social media, which we talk about frequently. But, you know, that's like what trends are all about, you know? Right. You need to get the next new pair of Uggs because that's the thing. And you What about the pocketbook that was the black garbage bag? Was it you telling me about that? The garbage bag purse, uh, you know? It was like a thousand bucks or something for a black garbage bag purse. Like talk about nice profit margins on that. It's crazy, (laughs) but you know, it's a trend. So. And people want to be accepted. So what do they do? They go spend a thousand bucks on a plastic bag. Yeah. And then a couple years down the line, it's going to be out and people are like, what are you doing? So it just, that's the whole thing. It's gathering that group of people and and then at the end of the day, no one's really being themselves. They're just... Right. They're not being authentic. They're not being authentic at all. And they're lying to themselves mm-hmm. about who they are. Right. I was reading all about this earlier, too. It's interesting how often we will portray ourselves or lie to ourselves and say, we're this person. 
trying to follow this certain trend or try to be this person, but we're lying at the end of the day and we're not being authentic to who we are. Right. Which there's research on this too, again, back to the science. When people are being inauthentic because it is a lie, it's the worst thing for your mental health. Because when people learn how to be authentic, their mental health just goes up. They feel so much better. Because think about it. If you're you're pretending, I remember when I was dating, I never wanted, I always had like a very current picture on my profile because I didn't want to show up at a date and have somebody say, where's the woman I was supposed to have a date with? You're not her. <laughs> oh my gosh. Right? I mean, stop and think do, about yeah, that. Honestly, be it's honest. Like, <laughs> yeah. It's like, it's, it's, it's a quote unquote lie. It is. To not be honest. Like when you're not being authentic. You're lying. Mm -hmm. So many of us have experienced that too, especially when you're younger in middle school and high school and you're trying to figure out who you are and get back to who you were when you were a kid or something. And you're influenced easily by all these different factors or maybe you're joining the soccer team and you don't even like soccer, but there's a everybody else is going to play soccer. Mm -hmm. So yeah, stuff like that. And then you start to feel not so good or you're struggling with anxiety or sadness or whatever it is because you're not being true with yourself. I think that honestly, I think that that's where a lot of anxiety comes from. Yeah. To people feel like they are imposters. Yeah. Oh my God. That's such a common thing. Yeah. Imposter syndrome. If people are going to find me out, they're Mm going to find out that I'm not I'm a fraud. This thing. Yeah. Yeah. That's, I feel like I've had that with the past two jobs that I've had. Mm -hmm. Like, oh my God, they're going to find out that I shouldn't be at this job Mm -hmm. right now. But also I was falling under a lot of different negative things that I would tell myself like, oh, I'm not smart enough to do this. I can't teach somebody who I think I am or like stuff like that. Right. But that's a false belief that I'm telling myself. Right. So that's me lying to myself about who I am. All this stuff doesn't help your mental health at no. all. No. And I mean, self-doubt is is common. Mm-hmm. I mean, we we want to do, say, like for teaching, right? Teaching voice. You want to do it. Yeah. And you're a singer yourself. So people just think because you can sing you can teach. Yeah. That's how I started teaching too. Mm-hmm. Is And what was my son who said, mom, you can sing and these kids need trouble. They can't figure out how to project their voices. Do you think you can teach them? And I was like, yeah, I probably can. I figured out how to do it myself. Mm-hmm. You know, having that mindset instead. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so having that mind. rather than just going, oh, geez, no, I don't know, I can't, Mm -hmm. to say, well, you know, I can give it a shot. I learned how to do it myself. I'm sure I can figure out how to show them. Yeah. Yeah. Trying it out. It really is Mm -hmm. self-belief. Self-belief is huge. Mm Self-belief is huge. Yeah. And to be in that place saying, I can yeah. And so rather than can. going to the right to I can't, right? Because when you're not accepting yourself, you go right to, oh, I can't do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You don't have that self belief. You're just putting yourself down before you can even try. Right. Out. Mm-hmm. You're just like 
oh, well, that's going to be too hard. I'm not going to be able to do that. And then you cut off a lot of opportunities. Yeah. Think about how much you'd be holding yourself back in your life. Yeah. A lot. Oh, think about it. And back to the teaching thing, that opened up so many cool opportunities, not only to experience watching students grow and helping them, but like proving to myself that I can do that. And Mm -hmm. now I can have my own business of doing that stuff if I would like to. It's like you showing yourself that you can do whatever it is that you put your mind to. You don't need to fill your mind with negative doubt because anyone can do anything that they want to do. They just have to really believe and take action. Right, because it is about taking action. And there are so many resources out there for anything. So say you're stuck in a job, you feel like you're stuck in a job. I'm never going to be able to find anything else, right? Mm -hmm. Well, if that's what you believe, you're absolutely never going to find anything else. But if you say... Well, you know, it might be a little bit tough, but I'm going to do my best to find a better job. That's a whole different way of looking at it. Yeah. Because you got the realistic look at, or the practical look, it's not realistic, it's practical look at, okay, this is going to be a challenge, right? Mm -hmm. But then you've also got the, but I can do it. Because if you go right to, well, I'm never going to be able to do that, the energy that that puts out is it's heavy. It's very heavy. Deep. Mm -hmm. And like I said, when I had a big department for a while and people would come to me and they would say, we have a problem. And I'd say, don't bring me problems, bring me challenges. Because if you think the word about the word problem, it ends there. It right? ends there. But if you think of the word challenge, There's it's like I can to rise to a challenge. I sink under a problem. Mm-hmm. So when you're you're looking at yourself and you're you're thinking of it that way, it just feels better. Yeah. It's like you know, it's a success mindset. It is, and to say that out loud, like I can do this. Even saying that, it's opening. You're being open. As opposed to, I can't do that. Like your shoulders are shrugging and it, and you have a lower tone in your voice and it doesn't feel good. Feeling into that and saying it out loud, it's huge to switch those words and to take action on all of that. Yeah, because I've been going through that myself. I mean, I've had anxiety in my stomach because I've been out on a project talking to a lot of people. And every time before I get on the Zoom call or a phone call, I feel nervous, Mm -hmm. but I just keep repeating. Everything I need to be successful is coming to me now. And I repeat that before I get on the calls. Because if I just said, well, I'm never going to be able to do this because of this, 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 and this. And I've taken this whole thing so far from where I started last year when I didn't know anything about it Mm -hmm. to actually having appointments and actually starting to make sales on it. So I had to just learn to accept the fact that I get really nervous when I have to do that kind Mm -hmm. of thing. It makes me nervous. Yeah, addressing it. And that's okay. Mm -hmm. That's okay. And not being stuck on it because then you – When you start to tell yourself those negative things, you're closing everything out of the way instead of opening and be like, okay, I'm accepting 
that this is a little uncomfortable right now, but I know good will come and I can do this. Telling yourself those positive things can really help you instead of the opposite, you know? Absolutely, because words have a vibration Mm -hmm. and the vibrations are different. Like you said, when you say you can't, oh, the shoulders kind of slump down, Mm -hmm. your, your gut kind of slumps in, you're like, ugh. But you say, well, you know what? I think I can. Mm-hmm. I always loved that story. And when I was a little kid, the train that could. Oh, like they I teach think you I... that in kindergarten. Yeah, yeah the little train that could. That. Because through, throughout my life, I remember when I first started getting into jobs, you know, once I left my parents' house and went to college, a lot of times I would say, I think I can. I think I can. And I go, I know I can. I know I can. And it would take me right back to that in kindergarten. That is so cute. She read us that book almost every single day. I forgot about that yeah. book. <laughs> I can see it so clear in my I know, head me now. Too. But I think I can. I think, <laughs> think I, I can. can. <laughs> I know I can. I know That's I can. So cute. So think of that. I remember a couple months ago, I had that opportunity to play with a band and do all of these songs that I wasn't comfortable doing. And I put a little post-it note. I said, like, I can and I will. And something else that I can't think of at the moment. And it helped me so much because I would say it every single day. Mm -hmm. And then when I saw it, I was like, ooh, I should practice more or listen to this song a little more. So it was a little motivation to keep taking action towards it. So posting little notes help a ton right? you're about to experience something or anything in life. (laughs) Exactly. And then as you find little pieces of success, little wins, Mm -hmm. right, it becomes easier and easier to just accept yourself for who you are and to go from I can't to I think I can Mm -hmm. to I know I can to, wow, look what I did. Yeah, I did that. So many things I look back on my life and I'll think to myself, that's incredible that I did that. It's so many things that I've done in my life with no education in it. International business, buying and selling currencies all around the world, never having taken a course or a class in any of it and saying, you know what? I'm sure I can figure it out. It's not rocket science. People do it. Yeah. There was somebody who figured it out, so why can't I? You know, it's one of those things. And that's incredible to use past situations that you didn't think you were going to get through and you made it through it. Yep. Like right now I'm at work and I have to schedule another site visit. And I did the last one. I think I told everyone on the podcast that I got through it. And I ran it by myself and I'm like, oh, well, I did it before so I can do this. And that's cool because before I'm like, how am I going to do this? And getting in that scary kind of place, but then changing it around like, nope, I can do it. I'm just going to step right into it and learn from the experience. And I remember when my kids were little, I used to tell them that, you know, like the first couple of soccer games and the first couple of baseball games, the first school play, you know, that everybody's nervous and everybody is worried that they're not going to be able to do it Mm -hmm. at the beginning. Yeah. But as you start to get success and as you find that you feel better about yourself when you're doing it, because it's not what other people think about you. Mm -mm. It's what you start to think about yourself. 
and understand about yourself that really changes the entire dynamic in your life. It does. It's huge because nobody can tell you who you are. You're your own person. So you have to accept who you are and fill your body with positive statements and be your own cheerleader, your own support person. I saw that today on a meme. It was like, be your own cheerleader, be your own support system, stuff like that. Yeah. And it's like uh, recently somebody had said to me, nobody cares about your business. You're the only one that cares about your business with a get real. Mm -hmm. And I thought to myself, well, that's getting real because that's just a fact because everybody's caring about what they're doing. Yeah, they're in their own right? little world. So they have to be reminded. I can't be feeling like I'm bugging somebody because I reached out to them and they didn't get right back to me. You know, it's mm-hmm. like what I'm doing is probably at the bottom of their list and that's okay. Yeah. That's and- what life is. And when we take those things on and take them personally, could be anything. Yeah. But if you stop and think about it, it's about keeping your power in yourself where it belongs rather than giving it to other people and then feeling bad because they don't respond or they respond in a way that you didn't like or whatever. Mm -hmm. It's all you. Like Everyone's in their own little worlds experiencing whatever it is that they are experiencing. And what's important to you is important to you and focusing on that and not on everybody else, which can be hard sometimes, but to have the awareness too, to be like, wait a second, I need to be fueling myself with positive things and focusing on my business and not everybody else's. Because life is all about you. Yeah. And that's it. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like we're creating these lives and we've brought all these people in around us to play roles around us. But our lives are about ourselves, mm-hmm. about our own personal growth, about our own goals and our own achievements. And it's nice to have other people cheering us on. But one of the things, I read this statistic, 95% of people don't really care and 5% are just waiting to see you fail. And Jeez. I remember <laughs> when I saw that, I thought, wow, that's super uplifting. But you know what? That brings it down to reality Mm -hmm. that my life is about me Mm -hmm. and that my life is about bringing what I want to bring, how I want to impact the world in my own way. Yeah. And that's okay. Exactly. And accepting that about yourself and other people, like it is what it is with other people. Don't focus on that. Focus on you. It's, It's your life. Exactly. Live it the way that you want to. Exactly. And I would say that we will wrap it up here with that. Live your life yes. the way you want to. And don't worry about what other people are saying. Exactly. We hope you enjoyed this episode. If you're ready to get real, follow us on social media. The links are below. And check out our website, www.manifestingmiraclestogether.com. Is there someone you know who is ready to get real? If so, then do them a favor and share this episode. Until Until next time. time.